Hello and welcome to episode number 11 of the Unobtrusive Podcast. I am your host, Michael, joined by my uh, confused co-host now, Greg. Yeah. What? What are you confused about? How did we make it this far? To 11? Yeah. Well, you know, we recorded a show, then we recorded another show, and then we decided, hey, this works, and then we did that a few more times, and all of a sudden it was show number 11. All right, then. Okay. I mean, that that's logic. That's a that's a doozy. Well, the thing, you know, the podcast doesn't slow down our life. The podcast is just happens doing it, and life moves very quickly. So we're just putting week. It's like putting week numbers on the calendar. Uh, what? You got problems with the week numbers being week numbers? I just have problems. Period. Okay, don't worry. I've got plenty of problems too. Apparently, we'll get to those. <laughs> I'm keeping my uh. One half of my face behind a big giant Yeti microphone, which is the first time I'm happy that it's a big giant Yeti microphone. Look, you could see you you can see the left side of my face. That's all that you need to see. I mean, yeah. My face, my face is on a need to see basis. Yeah, life has not been favorable to you this week at all. You know, there's benefits. Uh, we'll 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 we're teasing it. We'll we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We actually have a main topic this week. I haven't had one of those in like months. It's amazing what happens when, uh, what I do. I did something bad. But let's start, we should start the week off, as always, with some follow-up from last week. Both pertain to you. Uh, so, the first thing is, I got my Twitch account back, because it just, I just happened to, like, go back in and try to do the password reset, and this time, it just miraculously decided to work. And I was like, I get my account back. You never have to make a new account with the correct capitalization it's it's i got it back so i got it in and like i tell this almost said the curse word i didn't do that this week because <laughs> um i had to tell this lovely gentleman that i have my account back and he's like well it's time to stream overwatch and i'm just like no i'm hoping so does is the twitch account like is it recovery questions or is it no it's just no literally all this is put your email in and put your account name in it will send you an email really yeah and that didn't work the last time? It the last the last time I had been trying to do it, it was broken where you could put in any name in some I just to test that I put in like blah 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 blah, blah at blah, 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 dot com and see if it will let me do it. And it did. And I was like, yeah, it's the password thing is just broken. Well no, usually it will let you do that and then it will send an email to that person being like, if this was you that sent this, click this no. button to reset it. No. Was it not no. that? No. Like, I could put in my account name and some random email that wasn't associated with anything, and it would say, your your password reset has been successfully sent to any email. Well, I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, but what it was doing was it was just giving, I guess, the best thing is false positives for any email you put in there. And when you put in the correct email, it would be like, sure, it's sent, but it wouldn't send anything. So when I did it a couple of days ago, and it worked... I put in my, the old email and it did the correct thing. I was like, all right. Then we put in some random email and, and it said for the first time, no email is associated with this account or something like that. Okay. So so, so, so it was it was actually them that it was broken on their side. and you Yeah, it was broken on their side. And I just happened to randomly check a couple days later and it was fixed. So I got my account back. Nice. So you'll be able to stream Overwatch now. No. I'll... I'll I'll stream me fishing in Final Fantasy XIV though. No. <laughs> you could you could do a nice Zelda stream and explain everything that's going on. That that's that's a topic later. 
But I meant I just meant law. Oh, lore. Oh, fishing and lore with Greg. <laughs> that could be a thing. It could, it could just be a solo podcast you've got going on. Like real, a real life. Is I wonder if they'll fishing. They'll they'll have to be fishing podcasts. Like oh, act, there there definitely is actual definitely fishing is. podcasts. There there definitely is. I I wouldn't. I fishing is like a big thing for a lot of people in game and in like real life. So I'm pretty sure, pretty sure it's a thing. Okay, and next thing, twenty three bleeps. So I haven't got a chance to listen to that podcast yet, but I I know I cursed a lot. Oh, you should you should uh, listen. There's some I see. I hide some Easter eggs for you every single week. So I think. It's like I hadn't got a chance to this week, so I've actually been like busy this week, which is which is nice. As someone who has been the opposite of busy all week, and I live a very productive, busy life, I don't know what to think of it. But apparently, there were twenty three bleeps in there. So, like I said, uh, just download it; you'll get to it. I mean, I downloaded it; I just haven't listened to it yet. All right, that's it for follow up. So, Zelda. I started playing it again. It's not like let's, let me clarify. I didn't put it down because I didn't like the game. I just put it down because it's a lot, <laughs> and I needed a break. Well, and you don't want to burn yourself out on it, right? I don't want to burn myself out on it because if I really like the game, I'll play it for a while, then I'll stop, then I'll come back to it. If I come back to it, I really like it, so mm. I came back. Still really like it? Oh God, yes. I had to get reused to the controls a little bit because they're not very normal Zelda controls. But hey, at least they're not uh, Wii U Star Fox controls. I was actually about to mention that. Also, I've tried to replay Star Fox. I've tried to play one mission. I just put it back down. The funny part is with that game, I got to the last mission on it. I'm like, I just don't want to play this anymore. I tried once, and those controls make zero sense. So, Anyways, so I picked it back up, and uh, here's the fun thing. You know what the Guardians are, correct? They're the big stone guys, right? Yes. So, apparently, the last time I played this game, I the place it saved me at was right in front of a Guardian. Okay. So I just I I I get I turn on the game I hit I hit continue from last save, I just take not even take one step and I hear the guardian music and I'm just like oh no I see the <laughs> laser thing I'm like oh no and then it shoots me and I still only have four hearts because I haven't done the thing to restore my, or to get extra hearts yet but I have like a bunch of things I can turn in to get hearts I just hadn't turned them in yet and so I'm just like oh no so I try to run no <laughs> no. So, so this, so this was a you logged off in the wrong neighborhood situation. <laughs> yes, actually, <laughs> yes, actually, that's exactly what happened. But then I'm like, okay, so then I, I like got the game over screen, which is very nice. And then I turned again and go, like, okay, okay, I know what I'm gonna do. Now get out of the situation. I make it up to this tower that I was trying to get to last time, and then I realize because I remember, I still remember basically where I was from the last time I had played. I was just trying to get the tower that was in Death Mountain area. Apparently, I had completely walked past that tower and went to the other tower on the other side of the region. I didn't even realize it. I'm like, oh, well, I have this region now. How many regions are there? A bunch. A bunch of regions? A bunch. I I don't remember off the top of my head. But here, and also, here's a great thing. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back and get this. Because I have two regions that are mapped out. Because when you reach at the top of the tower, it just it gives you the map for the area. So, I have... Region here and a region over here, and there's one region in the middle. I'm going to get this region. It's Death Mountain. I want to get Death Mountain. So go back. And so thing is, this also has this game has temp- temperature in it. If your area is too hot, Link will just catch on fire and burn. I mean, your I, just go down. He, he's white. I understand. This no, no. This isn't like sunburn hot. This is like there is lava right by me, and so Link just 
your clothes catch on fire. I had a bow equipped and my bow caught on fire. I was like, please don't, please don't break. <laughs> please this don't break. This is why a uh, carbon fiber is such a good invention. I finally like teeter away around the mountain and get to the, the death mountain t- tower and I get that tower. And then it's like, bing, bing. There's a shrine nearby and I look and see where it is and it's right around lava. I'm like, that's going to kill me. I have four hearts. I'm going to make it there. So I have no items yet or I just found it. A, something I can use to make food that will let me go into heat-resistant areas. So, so thermal protection gear is uh, one of the nine hundred items you can collect. Uh, you're thinking of nine hundred Korok seeds, but yes, there is thermal protection gear. Okay, also, it's like there is ice protection gear. And I hope the one, the one of them looks like a hazmat suit, right? There is actually one that does look like a hazmat suit, but it's, I think it's the guardian armor. Is is there an armor that like a super armor that is protection from everything? The invincibility armor? No, there's not like the the Twilight Princess Rupee armor. There's, that's not in here. Okay. Wait, do you know what I'm talking about? The Twilight Princess Rupee armor? I mean, I said okay, but that doesn't mean I know anything. Okay, well, quick quick side note. In Twilight Princess, there is an optional piece of armor you can get that makes you invincible, but it drains your rupees. If you if you, when you're wearing it and you hit zero rupees, you like it turns to like stone and you like move like you like you have the iron bits equipped. But anyways, so I'm like I see this shrine. I'm like I, I want to get there. I want to get there. So, like, I jump off the tower and I fly towards it and I'm, like, climbing mountains and shit. And I'm just like, I have to get to this, I have to get to the shrine. I have to get to the shrine. I see the shrine, like, like, I take one step forward, I'm in the heat area, so my health's going to start draining. So what I do is I back up, run, jump, paraglide over the lava into the, the, the shrine area and run up to it. I have half a heart left and I enter the shrine. And once you're in the shrine, oh, the shrine, everything's, oh, well, there's, there's healers in the shrine. Once you're in the shrine, you're just in a trial. So I'm just in a trial. The outside world doesn't affect you. So I, I beat the trial. I, I get outside. I'm like, oh, yeah. And then so I just I just watch my health tick down to zero and just die. <laughs> so like, so I restart. Or I go from last save, which was right where I beat the shrine. I'm like, all right. So because literally I can't get out. It's because like there's lava all around it. So I'm just like. Yeah, there's no, there's no way out. There's no way out. So I'm like, all right. Let me use my Sheikah slate to just <laughs> teleport somewhere safe. <laughs> I've been, I, I was I was having fun in Breath of the Wild. I mean, you've had fun in it, like, every time you've played it. Yeah, well, yes, this is true. It's a good game. It's a very good game. You'll just be picking it up, like, occasionally for the next Geo, and you still will not have finished the game yet, but you, you're going to work on it. The only thing I really want to do in the game, honestly, right now, is to go do the um, Gerudo quest, which is the... Uh, it's one of the tri- or one of the peoples of Hyrule, races of Hyrule, but they're, like, the desert people. They're all, they're all, like, it's an all-female tribe. I just, I, that's the only tribe I want to go do because of things that go happen down there, and I love the person there. I was actually reading that the game is actually complicated. <laughs> yes. Like, for a Zelda game, like, something, like, I might actually, I, I'm not good with games, so. No, see, here's the thing about you, though. You would actually really like game because, unlike other Zeldas, there's more than one way to solve every puzzle. Yeah, you, you, you were mentioning that a couple of weeks back, and I was like, that. But, I mean, but I mean, complicating, like, a gameplay aspect. Like, I'm not good at things. Because, you, also, because you haven't played a lot of Zelda, you're, you won't have, like, the normal Zelda problems, I, I guess. It's similar to, uh what I call normal development or developer problems, which is someone's like, this language is really easy, but then if it doesn't work like the five languages that I know in the realm of the languages I know, I'm like, well, this would almost be easier if I knew nothing about programming. Right, right, right. It's like, I, I this... really want, it's like, I really want to go make, I really want to go uh, use classes here. And they're like, well, we don't have classes. How do you code without this? We'll just, we use this other way. 
there's no, 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 my brain doesn't work other way. I use these things. Well, you don't have those things, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because because this has like just so it's so different from everything else. It's just and since you haven't experienced most of the other things, you'll you'll, you'll, you'll pick us up no problem. Because like I still fumble with the controls because where the run and the first off, Link having a jump is just bizarre. Hey, I mean, he had a jump and smash. Yes, but so how much of it is like new Zelda controls, and how much of it is just like familiarity with the Switch controls? Like, just this is your first Switch game. Well, remember I have a Wii U. Oh, the only thing I can really compare it to is or or not Ocarina of Time, uh, Wind Waker HD or Twilight Princess HD. <laughs> the concussion w- wiped out everything from beyond from past month before Monday. <laughs> <laughs> oh god god not having items is so weird it's so weird not having item oh you mean like not having wait a traditional item set oh you mean like potions mm, no like hook shot oh who uses those speaking of the hook shot in the um making of the legends of breath of the wild this is a transition because i'm just done with you we hadn't even talked about the main part of that. Oh, you, you wrote it in your own topic. That's right. Yeah. So in the making of the Breath of the Wild thing, one of the items that they, were, they had in the game at first was the hookshot. But because Ayanuma said because Link being able to climb everything, basically, they took it out. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, I, it makes it makes sense, but like, I really, I really like the hookshot. Hey, but you you can now climb as Link. But I missed the hookshot. No, no, he's he can climb, he can jump. He's he's really hit the gym in the last five years. Well, actually, last a hundred years, but yeah, I mean, if you give someone a hundred years to CrossFit, they're gonna CrossFit. Well, he's gonna sleep in the Shrine of Resurrection for a hundred years. Oh no, I think, but in there he there's a CrossFit gym. No, he has a no. P, he has a PT, and they they're doing. Also, one thing all they got Breath of the Wild. Oh, one of the really cool things about the. In the making of Breath of the Wild is I I wish they went with this idea because it was so I would have been like amazed by it, but the original name was it the Legend of Zelda Invasion. They one of their things was that um the land of the land of Hyrule was being like invaded by like aliens from outer space and stuff. Well, I don't like that. No, but here's the thing: the Guardians would have been from outer outer space. It looks it looks it just the con they showed a bit of concept art for it. And I was like that looks so. But Breath of the Wild, I, I really like the just the name of it. Yeah. Also, this was the first Zelda game in a while to be named after not an item or person. Because if you think about it, they've been named that that in that mm. way since um a while. Ocarina of Time since nineteen ninety six. Triforce Heroes. I guess that was a person. Person. Uh, a link to the past. A link between worlds. A link between worlds is. A homage to a link to the past, so that 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 gets a pass. That gets a pass. It's a pass. That doesn't count. Fine, it's a link to the past. It's a link to the past part two, two point oh. No, it it literally is a link to the past. It's yeah. a homage. And also, they had for Breath of the Wild. They also did a two D version of of uh, the game to test how things would work in a three D environment, which sounds very what, but it looks so like it's smart. There was a. Uh... Oh, there was an interview that not to bring Russia into the podcast as I I try to as often as I can. But they they were no they were doing a, a songwriting and the guitarist was talking to one of the other famous guitarists about how that guitarist always would write 
his music on acoustic, even if it was electric guitar, because if it wasn't going to, if it's because things, more things can sound good on electric guitar than acoustic, just because there's a bunch of noise. Mm-hmm. But if it sounds bad on acoustic and good on electric, it's probably bad on electric and only sounds okay because other stuff's going on. I could see that same thing applying to like if this game design is bad in 2D and it's only working because you've got some weird 3D aspect going on, it was probably bad game design in the first place. Right. I think is was it something similar to like that what they're going for? Like it was like how does this work in a 2D environment and if if it works here and it's feasible, how can we make it work in a 3D environment? But 2D was, like, the testing area. Yeah. Because, like, I remember one of the things that they showed, which just sounds really, like, eh now, or not eh, but sounds very basic now, is that, like, chopping down a tree in a 2D, in, a, in like, a, the original Zelda 1 place. Yeah. How it looked was, like, that's how you make a stump to get across, or not stump, but a, the tree trunk. That trunk, that's the word I was looking for. <laughs> trunk to make it get, fall tree across bottom. a river so you can a tree walk bottom. So you can walk over the trunk to the other side. <laughs> Please. And it's also like, how does fire spread across leaves in a 2D environment? Like, how does, does it accelerate? Does it stay at the same speed? And they transfer it over into the 3D area. Just just copy what they did in Minecraft. I don't know what they did, but no. So, yeah, that's just all that is. And the game is great. And everyone should go get it and play it and experience it. And if you don't get it, and if you miss out on this one, there'll be another one. And you Yeah, because can... I know at that interview where like, oh yeah, we'll probably do more open air Zelda in the future. And I'm just like... Like a long time ago, you're like, they better do this, but this better be the only time. I mean, like, I don't mind if they do it again, but just not so soon. I, 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 I like... I like the... I, I'm an old man of traditions. I like things to not change. This is, Breath of the Wild's a nice departure, but I'm like, okay, this is cool. Go back to what it used to be for at least the next time. You know, you can flip flop back and forth. Use two different engines. No, they're like, we're just going to stay with open. I'm like, no, I like my linear design. This is, it's, it, this is, this is linear. It's just linear in a thousand directions at the same time. No. Is that not a thing? Like, l- let me just bring another game series into this that people complain about linearity. So, Final Fantasy, 13, or I'm going to compare 13 and 15 because they're very different. 13, you're very linear. You're like, they, like, you are pushed along this corridor. You're going this way until you get to like an open area where you can do whatever you want for a bit. But then you're back to linearity and then back to open area for the rest of the game. But you're at the end, so it doesn't really matter. Compared to 15, where it's just like, here you go, you're in the world, do what you want. People love 15. People hate 13. Why? People hate 13 because it's too linear. People love 15 because it's open. My favorite, 13, because it's linear. I like direction. I, I wouldn't so much say hand-holding, because it's not really hand-holding. It's just like you're being, I guess it's hand-pushing. But the, isn't there a joy to just being able to jump in the game and just do whatever? Yes, but it's just like I don't want that all the time. I want my direction. Even though Breath of the Wild gives you yeah, you, you get it's and you can like, make your own direction. Yeah, but then you miss out a lot. Well, then just make your direction back to it. That's that's kind of what you do. <laughs> oh my god! Like I, I want it. Like I told you before, I want to do the Gyarados quest, and that's in the desert. Gyarados is the big giant blue lizard, right? No, he's a water thing. He's a water type, at least. Talking about the Zora? No, uh, Gyarados. Gyarados are the the desert people. It's not. It's the thing that uh, what's what am I thinking of? Gyarados. Oh, Gyarados! Think of the Pokemon. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. The big oh. giant blue water type. 
water flying or is it water dragon mega evolve maybe i don't know anyways i want to go to the desert and go do the gerudo quest gerudo okay gerudo gerudo it's okay I guess it said Gerudo. It's G E R U D O. You think of Gyarados is G Y R A D O S. You said it in the way of Gyarados. But anyways, I'm just like I just want to go do that quest. But then like I looked, I was just exploring, trying to find a desert, and then I realized where the desert was, and I'm on the complete other side of the world by the ocean. I'm like, please go back to being linear, just for like at least one game, and not some 3DS game, like an actual 3D game. No, 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 no. Yeah, from now on, only 3DS games are linear, and everything on Switch is a uh... It's open. <sighs> Anyways, so I'm gonna talk about this really quickly because I just heard about it like Ooh. a couple days ago. And I, I hadn't even wrote it in there because I completely forgot about it until now. Super Bomberman R is getting free downloadable content. Do, you don't even have Super Bomberman. Yeah, because it's a game. The game's not very. It's not worth the price at the moment, in my opinion. But they're gonna give you some free content that might make it worth the price. Yeah, but here's the thing: we don't know what the content is. Good, and good. it's Kona- it's it's Konami, so I'm not expecting much. I'm expecting like costumes. Mm, yeah. But uh, but if it's free, I mean, hey, <laughs> hey, hey. I think I'm just going to like I, like I've said before. Whenever I, whenever I get a Switch, I'm going to get Super Bomberman R when the when the price is reduced because that game's not going to stay sixty bucks. Can't, it can't all year. It won't. I guarantee you, it won't. Yeah, I mean, you could be you can be sixty bucks when it's like whoa. When there's like three games out, it's like people might buy it, but once like people are buying the Switch and you're gonna go be buying Mario's and Splatoons and Zelda's, you Bomberman better be much cheaper if you want people to even consider it. Right, or that DLC better be spanking good. It's a really good costume. But yeah, I, just, I will. We'll see about that. The best costume. <sighs> all right, but yeah, that's all I have to say about Mito Bandito. I haven't had a good Apple topic to talk about in a while. All right, go for it. Apple in a real move. Talked about the Mac Pro. Not a rare movie they talked about the Mac Pro. Well, it is a rare movie. But they actually talked, had a conference. So uh, Phil Schiller and uh, Craig Federighi, two of the big high ups at Apple, they invited five journalists to a round table and they talked about the Mac Pro for 90 minutes, which is rare for Apple to even talk to the press and very rare for them to talk to them like before a product is even announced. Oh, in this case, the Mac Pro is not going to be out till next year at the earliest they said not this year they didn't say next year they said not this year because the mac pro has been heavily neglected because apple i don't know how much you know about the mac pro no i don't know anything about macs like at all well so the mac pro for a while it was like for years it was like a windows tower you know it was in a giant case and it, it was modular and it had like big giant graphics cards and it's exactly what you would not think a mac to be because you think Macs of these very thin designs, right? This was like a big giant PC Mac that pros loved because it had all you. It, they put everything in it, you know. Every the big giant uh, graphics card. You, you just had Thunderbolt ports on the back. You just had everything, and so that's what the uh, movie people and all your pros would use to do massive video editing. Okay. They don't want to be doing that on a laptop or like. A flim, you know, an iMac that is this thin because those only have so much power. You can't shove a giant. You've seen the, you know what a graphics card looks like. It's thicker than every Apple device that's on the market right now. Yeah. So back in 2013, what they had done was they built the trash can Mac, which <laughs> Google, no, just Google Mac Pro and, and you'll get the little black cylinder thing. What is that? It's the Mac Pro. 
<laughs> so in 2013, that's the, that's the expensive trash can. It's a very expensive trash can. So what they had done was it was a really cool design. But the problem with what they did was they were like, what all do we need in this pro device? And they were like, here's a Xeon processor. Here's a couple graphics cards. And here's, they did this triangular design and then put a circle around it. But what they, Apple is a company that historically they make bets on things. They will be the first company to do something radical in hopes that the industry will move in that direction. So Nintendo. Yeah, no, Apple and Nintendo have, they have similarities in their company type. But they were the first ones who like, remember Flash was never on the iPhone. And they were always like, no, we're not going to do this. Flash is going to die. Flash is garbage. Guess what happened? Flash really is not in a lot of things now. Flash is you know, not really on a lot. Most people don't put stuff up in Flash now, and it still sucks. They made the bank with the iPhone on the headphone jack, and they were like, everyone's going to go Bluetooth. You will not need this on your phone. That was still waiting on that, but, I mean, people complained about Flash for two to three years before they accepted that. Give them a year or two on the headphone phone. What they did in 2013 was they thought that GPUs were going to end up, that people would start stuffing multiple GPUs in devices. Because everyone had the big honking GP, you know, graphics card, but they thought, you know, we aren't going to go much bigger than this current graphic card. What's going to end up happening is you're going to start having two graphics cards, and the two of them are going to be more powerful than the one, etc. But as you've noticed, the market has gone, we've got these eight gig graphics cards now, and we're just going to have one graphics card. And it's still going to be a big honking graphics card, but that, the industry did not go that way. So they, what they did, and the problem was, they did this in this very small design because Apple got very big into this small, slim design. But you can't really do that on a pro device. Like, pros want space to put more pro stuff. Right. So they shrink-wrapped this garbage can with two GPUs, so they really couldn't do anything with it. There were no pieces on the market, no products that were made that they could update this Mac Pro with. So it has just sat there since 2013 pretty much unupdated. They, so they're selling a device with 2013 internals as their pro device, which you can't do in the in computer land. So everyone basically thought, okay, this is a company that is abandoning professional users because they are not announcing new pro products. We see no rumors about new pro products. We see nothing. All we see is new iPhones, you know, the iPad Pros. We think this, co- and everyone just started speculating, this company is done with the Mac Pro, is done with professional desktop users. Because mm-hmm. if you don't see something for four years from a company, that's yeah, what you think. You expect that it's done, like like Metroid. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like eventually, you have to accept stuff and move on. You can't just think, "Oh, they're still going to do it." And every sign is pointing. Like last year, they were like, "We aren't making displays anymore." Like LG is making a display. We support that one, but we'll we stop making displays. Which is they used to make the displays to hook up to the Mac Pros, and everyone's just like, "Okay, this is it." So they sat everyone down yesterday. It's like. No, we aren't abandoning everyone. We've got new designs. And there's speculation like this, there's been a lot of outrage in the last six months. And this, they specifically in the last six months have started taking this very seriously because you don't want to lose the market that is willing to spend full $5,000 a pop on a computer. Like that's a good, it's a small market, but it's a good market to have on your side. It is the market that will just throw large amounts of cash at you. The rest of us do not care about this Mac Pro because we ate, we don't have the large stacks of cash and we wouldn't throw it at you. But those people, you don't, you want them on your side. And these people are the ones who are 
in business, you know, enterprises, mo- making movies on your stuff, the ones making apps for your platforms. These are the ones developing the best content for your platforms and the better content you have. You know, the people on the low ends buying your little laptops want to see some good content. Exactly. Yeah. They admitted like, hey, we made a big mistake on this on this thing, which is super real for them. And they're like, you know, the new one's going to have this modular, more modular design. It's going to go back to being a tower. It doesn't need to be a giant tower like the old one was. Like, it was the size of a big PC case. Like, but you can fit a lot of good stuff in, like, a mini case. Like, I built PCs that are, like, you know, the mini cases. And they're good size, you know. They're, like, what, 20 inches by 20 inches? You know, they're pretty thin. But you can put a full-size graphics card in them. Right. You can put a couple of full-size graphics cards in them. You got enough room for heat to move around. You had all you you can change stuff. It doesn't need to be big, but it can be mini modular. And they said they're probably going to do something like that. So that's exciting to see them a discuss something before it comes out, and b admit to a prior mistake. So the the pros are very happy. Uh, I'm happy that they're still in that market and still not abandoning Mac OS because it, even some people have speculated they're abandoning Mac like Mac OS like. No, but well, because I because their main market is iPhones. Well, yeah, but like they have like a very diehard Mac base, mm-hmm. which is um, I think yeah, it's like drop that. Uh, well, and again, I think it's the same thing you mentioned, like with Nintendo. Well, no matter how many people are like Nintendo is dead, Nintendo's not dead. They aren't going <laughs> to stop. You know, there's still going to be a group of people out there. Even if most people are happy with PlayStation, happy with Xbox, you know, and in this case, happy using Windows, there's going to be a good 20% of the population that really loves and adores what they do. Same way you'd be really sad if there was no Nintendo console out there for you to buy. Oh, yeah, I'd I'd be devastated. There's a bunch of us who, you know, I use Windows, but I still have a MacBook. I still like what Apple does, and I still want Apple products in my life. And it's the same thing on both sides. And so they, it's not going anywhere. And they aren't going to abandon their, the people who will throw money at them. But it, yeah, it, it's a change for them because they've never really done this before. And I think they did it because they realized we've we got a serious issue. Like actual pros are debating. Because eventually you have to be like, hey, do we still buy this four-year-old expensive computer? Or do we switch our production over to using Windows and Adobe Premiere products and stop using, you know... Final Cut Pro to edit all, you know, Hollywood movies. You have to be like, guys, okay, we're not we're not abandoning you guys. We got this product. We're really working on it. I'm excited. Now, I'm not going to buy one. They did talk that they're going to also make iMac Pros, which I might look into. Like an iMac Pro would be kind of cool. But for the time being, iPad's still in the future, even though they haven't announced them yet. So, yeah, that's all I got on Apple. So, whoa, wait, more... Nice set inspiration. What what's this? Did you watch the video I sent last week? You were supposed to watch the vlog. <laughs> you sent it to me after I got off. I forgot. I'll send it again. The vlog, uh, not not apparently after you finished the podcast. Oh wait, this is the photographer guy. No, no, he he's mainly a vlogger. He is not he he's not a photographer. He actually really does not like talking about cameras. This makes you very much not a photo- photographer. Watch it later. I'll I'll send it to you tomorrow. Yeah, that'll that'll actually make me watch it. I'll send you like one a day to you watch one. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll watch one. You do that. Might take a couple of days, but I'll do, I'll get around to it. What I have found very fascinating by what he does is like it's very inspirational stuff. Not like, and it's the kind of inspiration I like because there are two types of people. 
I think with inspiration. They're the people who kind of try to tell you what you need to do or tell them, tell you to be more like them, or, you know, that, that style, which I'm very much like, no, don't tell me what to do. Don't. And then there are pe the people who just go do stuff, people who just work hard and have cool views and just do a lot of cool things. And you're just like, I want to do that. And he, he very much is like that. He, he puts it in a he, very good perspective. He was a film, I, I think I mentioned last week, he was a filmmaker before he got into vlogging and brought in all this filmmaking experience. So the stuff's put together really well. He makes every vlog tell a story, which I like stories. But, you know, I've just noticed a bunch of the stuff he's doing in this video is like time lapses. So I started doing, shooting some time lapses over the, uh, the weekend because we had some time lapse with the uh, weather on Sunday. I don't know if, did Houston get hit by uh, the tornadoes? Nope. All we got was just a lot of rain. Top Golf is uh, the wind took out some nets at Top Golf. It was tragic. <laughs> well, we got we have branches down in a lot of places. The branches down outside right now. It was funny because I was literally walking out the. I I had, I it was going to Panera, packed the backpack. We were under a tornado watch, and I was like, eh, whatever, because it was yeah, because Texas, yeah, whatever. Y you know how Texas is with the tornado watches. You look outside; it's not even raining, and you're like, eh. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I know. So you pack it up, and then I step out the door. Literally, the moment I close the door. My, I have my headphones in with Spotify and the, the siren, the, you know, emergency alert siren starts blaring and I've never heard this off the phone before. And it's like, you've got a tornado warning. And I just look at it. Eh, whatever. <laughs> it's Texas. I, I, you know, end up driving over to Panera. At the same time, I'm texting like what I'm, you know, I did this Texas-y thing and Ben is in the group chat like, uh, oh, you, you want to go grab a bunch? I'm like, well, we don't have much time, but I'm going to Panera. So if you want to join, he's like, okay. So I park, the moment I walk into Panera, Outside, the a the power just starts flickering at Panera, and then outside just gets it. The wind goes to like seventy miles an hour, and like it get the rain just comes flooding in. You're like, oh, oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had the time lapse here, and then I just sat down and Panera got my phone on the little tripod, hit the time lapse, and it worked really well. Because one of the things nice that does, all, all, you know, throughout his entire videos, all his videos, is he just has time lapses he throws in, just. Of things like people walking or just anything really and the all i'm just like this is really great three to five second content to have as filler with music in the background they, they don't you don't need uh i'm not gonna watch a time lapse for seven minutes but like that kind of video is it just makes it really cool and i noticed he he you know he's met he'll show like sometimes he's like he's just got cameras everywhere and i'm like i've got all these cameras why don't i just put them on a tripod put them down for five minutes take a little time lapse tone it into three seconds and use that and stuff so i did that with the Ow, weather this weekend and that was like really cool he's got this very inspirational uh, music behind it i think a lot of it falls in the chill hop range i really like chill hop now it's some good mm. it's some good music chill hop is good vaporwave is good it's just some people overuse it and over memeify it which is annoying but like yeah i can agree with you it's pretty good like as as video music like just in the backgrounds when th it's a time lapse good stuff i i find it like and i started trying to run to it it's good running music too <sighs> What? The running thing is Bob. I was doing so well with running. And then the disaster struck. Can we please talk about the disaster? Do you want to do you, do you want to do we want to go into an actual main topic? Yes. <sighs> All right. So Monday. <laughs> you <laughs> you've been, waiting. been waiting for this. I didn't even tell you what happened. I know, which is why I'm just like I need to know. So Monday was the first night of our kickball league. Of what? Remember, I, I said I was jo I was joining a kickball league with uh, the people. Oh, boy. 
And kickball is not a dangerous sport. It is kickball. <laughs> no, it's not. So I so for people who for some reason do not know what kickball is, think of it as soft. It's softball, but there's a giant ball. I did not realize this. So if as a kid, I played kickball a couple times, but I played it and it was like with one of those rubble balls that's like a foot in diameter, like the size of a basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I did. Actual adult kickball is played with a much bigger ball. It is about two feet in diameter. Are you sure about Is that? Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I, I learned the hard way that it is a very big and very heavy ball that is still the same material, but is much bigger. And I think it is that way. That way it's harder to kick, honestly. Like, because, like, the little kickballs, you could kick those like a soccer you ball. You punt those, yeah. This thing you can't just kick. So it is much more, you know, it's harder to kick, harder to catch, harder to throw than the little rubble thing. Anyways, first kickball game of the of the year, second inning, the first, my first time up to bat, kick, uh, get to first base. Good job, me. Next next couple things happen. I get around the third base just through people getting out and advancing runners. So there are two outs. I'm on third. And the ball is kicked the third baseline. So for those who do not know baseball strategy, when there are two outs, you need three outs to finish the inning. So what normal things happen here is you just throw it to first base because it is a first out. All All the first base needs to do is catch the ball. If you try to tag the guy running home, A, you cannot tag him because he's going to be running past the, he's going to get a head start by the time you get the ball. So you can't tag him. In baseball, you would not want to throw there because you have to throw there. The catcher then has to catch it and you have to t- actually tag the person. It is not a force out. Kickball, you can get out by them throwing the ball at you. I had forgotten this, but still my baseball instinct, because I did play baseball, is on two outs, you just run because... I mean, they're probably going to throw the person out going to first anyways. If not, you know, whatever. You run. Like, they're going to get one of you out. You might as well if try for try it. To, try to score, yeah. Yeah. So what you do is you run as fast as possible You to try to, you know, try to score. Fair enough. So that's what I did. And you do not look back because looking back slows you down. Why would you look back? Oh, my God, Michael. What? Okay. No, I'm just, I'm just imagining how this is going to go. Just keep going. Okay. So I take off. I know I'm faster than the third baseman. He's not going to catch me. And my baseball brain, again, sees no catcher lining up for me. So I'm like, I'm going to cross home plate. Fine. This causes me not to slide. Because, again, my I'm in baseball mode. Because instinctually, I have played baseball. This is, this is what happens. I am about a foot away from home plate and get smacked straight in the back really hard by this kickball okay this is a big giant two-foot diameter ball it is thrown at me really fast because if it's not thrown really fast i'm gonna cross home plate i'm gonna hit home plate and be safe yes this would have been the tying run they don't want this i lose my balance naturally oh, no. well but this is fine because it's dope that's fine but i see in front of me and this is the problem with this scenario is a lot of it is this field's design. I don't know who designed it this way, but the fence that goes along the back is a lot closer to home plate than I think it really should be. So I, what I'm hoping to do is I'm running pretty fast. I'm not going to be able to turn away, but 
when I was originally running, the idea would just be like what you normally do when you're running really fast towards a chain link fence. And you're just going to like jump into it, you know, put your arms out, run, you know, run into it basically. It's a chain link fence. Like as kids, you would always bounce off of them. The problem is what ends up happening is as I'm running towards it, because I got hit and lost my balance, I fall and I fall right like a step or two before the chain link fence. And the only part that hits the chain link fence is my head falling towards the ground while I'm going at top speed. Oh, boy. So the chain link fence cuts me in five places because of gravity. And I hit the ground with my, uh, well, I don't know what where it hit, but I'm assuming head hit the ground, which led to the, the minor concussion. I, I'm conscious enough to like, I, I just kind of sat up against the, put my back to the fence. Like I, I, I had fallen. I actually was able to just get up, turn around, sit down, back to the fence by myself, which I was, I guess, proud of and just kind of sat there and people had come over because I was bleeding heavily from the face and they were like, okay. And so they had called the ambulance. They, they probably have a, so that's a league sport. So I think they have an ambulance around in case of things. So they had, you know, after they had sat down for five minutes with me and just like had had a shirt over where I was bleeding from my face and making sure I was actually okay, you know, asking me basic questions that I should know the answers to. Yeah. You know, <laughs> how old are you? And make sure that I'm not like, uh, whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, make doing the little like eye thing, making sure, you know, and they're like, you're probably like minorly concussed, which I I was, and just making sure that I'm okay. I and so the EMS people get me over there and they walk me out to the ambulance and they just run a couple of tests and they're like, okay, so here's where you stand, and they're like, so it is now up to you, your options. You know, obviously we can take you somewhere, and obviously I don't want to pay for an ambulance ride. Yeah. Uh, if you were in the situation, that would be the ex- the. Ex- I, I would be like, no, no. I, you know, I ask. And they're like, no, that's fine. Like, if it was something like a major concussion or something where, you know, it was actually like going to could get really bad. Right. Obviously, you'd consider it at that point. But it was, I felt fine, honestly. And it was just the bleeding. Like, they were like, you need stitches. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. I, I get, yeah, I get that. So they let me go. I signed a little waiver saying, I, I, me have accepted my fate. <laughs> And and Caleb, Caleb and I find a dry, you know, Google in a clinic because 2017, you Google your clinic on the go. And uh, yeah, we find a clinic, walk in, only a couple people there. So it's open till 11. So we were able to get there. Last pass saved me. Hooray, previous me. I don't, I didn't have my insurance card on me. Mm, okay, that's why. That's why that was there. I was just like, this seems very random for LastPass to be in part of the story. Well, because they don't send you the insurance cards or anything anymore. It's all online, and you're supposed to print them out yourself. Uh, uh. Well, I am. That's how it is. Okay, they're old-fashioned. They send mine. Yeah, so I don't have it, and they're like, you know, insurance card. I'm like, I have it. I'm like, I could call them. But then I was like, wait a second. Prior me probably put in LastPass because I put every single online account of mine in LastPass. And sure enough, I did. So as they would just be like, launch site, launch it with my password, clicked it. I hit login. It's like, uh, and then I just saw it on the top of the menu. It's like, my card. I'm like, click that. Here it is. Caleb's kind enough to just deal with all that. I'm like, here's my phone. Here's here's my stuff. Deal with this. And they took me to clean me up and do stitches. 
And so they they do the stitch work. They uh, inject stuff into my face so that it's numb. They give me a tetanus shot because I hadn't had one in 10 years. And because metal fence. Mainly metal fence. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they, they give me shots, which usually I hate shots, but I was apparently doing this whole thing really good. And I, and I remember most of it. I just remember I was... I was joking around. I was myself around the doctor, which is rare when I have needles around me. It's because you lost blood. You're just like, I'm just, I'm just loopy. Blood. And well, I think, so though, I know those studies, like your brain, when you get majorly injured or something, does send out special chemicals. Like, ign- like it, it's basically ignore this, ignore it, this. No, it's, it's, it's a mix of endorphins and adrenaline. Yeah. Like it's, it's some good stuff. Yeah, it's only for emergencies, though. <laughs> yeah, it's your brain is like, well, hang on, guys. <laughs> because if my normal, like, they're sticking a needle in my face was there, I wouldn't be so thrilled. But in this case, I'm like, whatever. No, you're sticking a needle in my face. That's cool. Once again, endorphins, <laughs> adrenaline, loss of blood, minorly concussed. Mm-hmm. You're, you're just like, no, I just fixed me up, fam. <laughs> That's all you That's exactly like, what just, I said to the doctor. <laughs> Just fix me up, fam. Just <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, they did, you know, and I, I just, that was like a long hour. They got, I ended up with five, five cuts. So, and it all in all was like 20 stitches, which Ooh. it's a lot. It was a lot, apparently. Yeah, that's actually quite a bit. Do you have to get them, you have to get them pulled out or they like to kind of dissolve? Oh, I'm going to have to, I have to go in next week to get them removed. You won't be on adrenaline and endorphins, so that's going to be fun. You know, honestly, I'm like. Because of how well I handled last week, I am just like I just closed my eyes last week and lie down and let them do stuff. Like I, I'm sure it won't be fun, but it won't be. I, I'm assuming it's not gonna be terrible. Yeah, actually, getting your stitches out isn't that bad. You know, at least I won't yeah. be like concussed by that point. All it's gonna be is, like a little tug and a little like snip, and that's it. It'll be fine. Like yeah, all the anything on the face, like the cut, even none of that hurt. What did end up hurting was my back, my neck, and my arm mm-hmm. because I also fell and hit the fence and like bent my head at top speed and uh let me tell you uh, even though uh mid-20s is not old it's old enough that it's old enough to take to like to Mm. to hurt Mm. (laughs) yeah oh i woke up stiff on tuesday i was stiff by monday monday i was already like oh god (laughs) yeah and i'm still like back still a little stiff but not awful it like i can at least Monday, like, bed was hard. Like, lying down in bed was hard, and then get, moving in bed was hard, and, like, getting out of bed was a process. Yes. Like, you know that when it's, like, half your body's not working, you've got to, like, push, use your arm to, like, push half of you up. Yeah, I understand that. That, thankfully, went away t- this morning. I, like, rolled out of bed, and it's like, oh, my God, I missed, I missed this. You never realize how nice it is to be uh, healthy until you're not. Yeah. Boy. So yeah, like nothing is hot now. And today, today's been much better than yesterday. Yesterday was a. I've just been uh, resting this whole time. Like I, b- both days, yesterday and today, I've bas- I woke up at like eleven, eaten breakfast, went back to bed till like two or three. So I've been getting like twelve to fourteen hours of sleep a day, which for me is real because usually I'm getting like five to seven. Your body's just in hyper recovery mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently, uh, they they were just like rest, go rest. Like that is the best thing that you can do for yourself. And I'm like. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I accept. I accept my fate. Yeah. I will do this. Brain recovery, like it is the it, the minor concussion. Like I did notice Tuesday. Like I they were like don't stay out screens too long, and I'm like okay, so I stay out at screens minimally. I I mean I don't know about you, but like if you are at home by yourself plus 
have nothing else to do. Like, I'm going to go for a screen. I cannot preoccupy myself for hours on end with no screens. I Like, I don't know how to. I guess I'd have to read a book. But the problem with me is like, I'm someone who has a lot of stuff to do. I'm always trying to do stuff. Like, I still wanted to sit. I, I, I wanted to, like, get on my screens and, like, you know, work on podcast work or work on writing or work on just something. Watch videos. I, I remember when I had, like, a concussion or, like, this wrist and don't watch TV. I was like, but, I mean, at least it's not like video. I'm not doing video games where you, it's like you have to watch the screen and make thought judgments. Oh, no. I, yeah, yeah. That's that's difficult. <laughs> so I had gotten a headache Tuesday a little bit. And I'm like, and the moment I started getting the minor headache, I'm like, stop, 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 stop this. And then today it hasn't been as bad, although I really have avoided screens for, well, because I'm only up for like 10 hours a day now. And I had gone out to trivia, so no screens there. I, I went out in public like this. So I mean, see, I, I wouldn't do that, but this is you and I, I know how you are. I'll be like, okay. I, I, I don't see the problem with this. I, co- I covered up the stitches. This is better than the stitch look. You haven't seen... I, I took this off, and the stitches looked way worse than this. Oh, no. Sti- well, then stitches start looking like blood and stuff. Like, that, to me, is... This feels safer. Less infection-y. I don't, I, I don't know. I'm just weird. Stitches don't bother me. I'm just like, oh, okay. I don't mind the... I don't mind this. I, I've gone a couple places today. Just, I walked to Einstein's and got a bagel. Of course you did. Look, I... I okay... At least I got two bagels, and I saved one for tomorrow, so I won't have to go to Einstein tomorrow. What type of bagel do you get? Uh, I got the six cheese with plain cream cheese. And I got a, and for tomorrow I got a cranberry with blueberry, oh, strawberry cream cheese, or blueberry. One of the two. Okay. Normal bagels with normal cream cheese. Good. Good. I have not been hungry for much. I have not been hungry. I, I, I've just been, like, eating the minimal I need to, and my brain's just like, you're good. I'm like, yep, I am. The the whole no the whole concussion thing I have just been like not slow like it wasn't bad it was minor it, it's like being tired I don't know tired all the time yeah it's just you're gonna have a general sense of fatigue until you're you're, you're back to back to normal. thankfully like I had a bunch of sick time so I have been sick all week and I, I I put the I put sick in my uh, notice and but then a couple people know like it's a con- like what I have and they're like it's not really sick I'm like I'm not gonna put head in out, out head injury, <laughs> like out concussion. Like what? What? What do you want? No, it, I'll just put sick. They'll deal with the fact that I'm gone all week. They're dealing with the fact I really should have. Like I feel bad like putting sick like because I I couldn't like go in and put out sick on Tuesday that was an all week event. But I'm like I'm not gonna be there all week because work is a bunch of stuff that is bad for what I'm supposed to be doing, which is it is not rest. It is a bunch of thinking. It is multitasking thinking. It's lots of screens. And it's lots of screens. It's literally everything I'm supposed to be doing or not doing is work. Like short term, like this is a nice week to have a very restful, like, because I would never in my wildest dreams take a week off, sit around the house and do nothing but rest. Yeah. I could not do that. I, if I'm taking the week off, I'm leaving. And if I had to be here, I would be doing a lot of work, like side projects. This has been, nope, you are resting. So it has been good for that. But I think, of course, long term, probably not as good as like, a, because like when you have the, out, out for three days and you have the flu, that's not fun. Like it's not restful. It is, this has not been fun, but at least it's not like, I feel like death. Again, it just feels like I'm tired. And so I just do stuff like listen to podcasts and do some minimal work and, sl- and sleep and take naps. It's the dream life of some people. So that's been my week. 
it, it, it led to like not a lot to talk about other than this because like I forget what I was doing Saturday, Sunday, but it wasn't fun. It wasn't exciting to talk about. And then like by Monday when I'd be typing this stuff in, I wasn't thinking well. So I just, you know, I it, it was sad because I was getting so into like the running stuff and then it's just like. And then tragedy struck. Oh, no. Like I was one of the things I was doing was I was writing a script. I was actually writing a script because I was actually going to do a this Sunday. I was, I was going to go downtown and film some stuff. So I had some script stuff. It's like, here's the list of shots I want to get while I'm downtown. Here's the list of, like, things I want to say with, like... And then I'm like, well, not doing that Sunday because I'm going to look like this. But, yeah, it's just, like, all the stuff I was working on, gone. Uh, running, gone. Weight loss thing, that's still going because I'm not eating much. You probably do need to eat more than what you're eating. No, I'm eating enough. Like, I'm eating... I was eating too much. Like, I'm still eating, like, a bagel with cream cheese and coffee is a good breakfast. I had, like, a sandwich for lunch. Yeah. I have my apple at night with my chocolate. I, I'm I'm probably going to go walk to Jimmy John's tomorrow like this. Once again, okay. It's, what am I supposed to do? Rest. I am. <clears throat> you, you don't know how, that's the thing, how much I do. Like, my rest is still, like, probably what a lot of people would call a normal day. Whatever. I can't help it. This is me. This is real. You know, you know me in my normal state. I know. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. This is yeah. way, way back from my normal state. This is literally doing nothing. <sighs> you got any, you got anything to add? No. No. I'm just going to keep scrolling through this. Maybe open up Mario Run in a second. You, you know, you know tomorrow is going to, I will actually be getting a lot of work done. Like the moment the, the moment the screens don't give me headaches. Oh, time to do stuff. I'm like, and you're like, no, no, no. But, but I need to do stuff. No, no, but no. I'm gonna do it anyway. Fine. Yeah, that's how it's gonna go. That's exactly how it's gonna go. I, can, I again, I cannot help me. I cannot help who who I am. All right. So let's see what what else is. On are this you, are you happy that we finally had a main topic again? I risked my life for a main topic. <laughs> No, more like a main topic happened because you risked your life. We had been lacking of main topics for so long. And we were like, we need something major in our life. And boom, major things happened. Ugh. All right. See, so, yeah, is there anything else we need to talk about? That was the one, the other thing you moved into the main topic area. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so tell, like, okay, so as you guys know, this podcast is usually sponsored by trello wendy's taco bell etc michael was michael is there's a topic here that says michael starts to leave trello this week is sponsored by tylenol by the way (laughs) we were so close to getting a trello sponsorship and now michael's leaving what what's happening with trello trello so this is nothing against trello it's not it's not them it's me it's that trello what they do is great but it is very like those, it's a Kanban board. You are stuck doing a Kanban board. And like, I do love the work integrations they have. But what my work and what this stuff really is better for is not a Kanban board. Because, I, I, you know, it's more of a to-do list type idea. It's more a getting things done idea. And Trello and getting things, the getting things done model is not, it's, it doesn't play well. I mean, it's not Trello's strength. Like, they admit that. They are Kanban board. So I started, I did start looking at other apps on the iPhone that are better for the getting things done model. And I had adapted the Kanban Trello board 
to a getting things done model. But so I, you know, I've got a new to do. It's, I've got the new app called to do. It's not new. It's been around for a while. Oh, I, oh, I have to do. Oh, you do? Yeah. You like it? I don't use it. Okay. Well, <laughs> I have it. I just don't use it. Yeah. Well, they have a, they have a getting things done model built into this and, you know, you can do lists and smart lists and then you can actually, and this is the main reason I like this over Trello and because it's a big getting things done thing is you can have projects and projects allow you to have an overarching project you're working on, but then have tasks beneath it and have checklists basically beneath it. So this is something, well, in Trello's, everything was just a card. It was really hard to, like everything, since everything was just a card, everything had equal footing. And it was, they were really bad at things like checklists at things. I couldn't just have a shopping list that underneath it had a, you know, checklist on Trello it was just a card was here I can have projects and I can have sub like basically sub projects and tags and like locations and all this stuff that's much better with getting things done than it is on Trello because Trello again it's just a card with words on it there is nothing in there on the main screen that tells me what is this like what is the description for this thing what is the tag you put this under which list did you put this under because in Kanban it's very much like inbox to do in progress, done. And you move stuff through there. Whereas here it is very much, here's a bunch of stuff you could do right now given what you have on you. And, you know, you can check these items off. You need to do this in order to do this. You can give things like dependencies, like links, you know, dates. You can have things do reoccurring segments. You can have start times on things, due dates, all start times. So it just it's more flexibility and it is more like a checklist, more like a to-do list. And that is honestly more what I was looking for when I originally did go up to Trello. I still haven't fully switched over to to-do because since it they don't have a Windows app, like I'm stuck doing all the uh, work on my phone to get it edited the way I want. So I will definitely come back to to-do at some point when I get it organized again. I was doing that this weekend and then uh, the blick happened. So I haven't had time to like transition stuff over. But like it is nice. Like I like I said, I have a recode podcast thing that every week makes a new project that is recode podcast. And then I'm gonna underneath this have a whole editing section underneath it. Like, okay, now that you've recoded, you know, have something say, you know, put files in this location, then all my editing steps. And like this is gonna be something that auto creates on a weekly basis with all these steps underneath the whole sphere of podcast editing or podcast work. Whereas in Trello, I could not auto create these things. And if I wanted to create all these steps, it would have to be this giant either card-based list or I'd have to put everything in one checklist inside a Trello card, which is unwieldy. I have not left Trello, but and again, it's like Trello is really good if I was doing Kanban model and if I was working with other people on stuff, it would be great. But since I am just really working with myself, it makes more sense to kind of have everything in to do. Well, I guess we're going to have to start saying this podcast sponsored by To Do instead of Trello. Hey, don't worry. Well, for the time, for the foreseeable future, we ta- we will never leave Taco Bell. Oh, God, we're never leaving Taco Bell. Well, I don't say like it's something like, like too crazy, but I doubt that it's Taco Bell. They have a pretty big extreme of crazy. They could bring back the Chihuahua. You're right. That, that would be the thing that would make me be like, okay, okay, I'm sorry, Taco Bell. <laughs> we had a good run, but then... Then you did this. Look, leaving the Chihuahua behind was a good decision. It was a good idea and should stay there. 
My my brain can only function so much tonight. You can only look at a screen for so long. Uh, the, I, it can only like think of things to do and talk about for so long. All right. Well, this has been our podcast this week. We have a we have an injured host in the name of Michael, but he'll be back next week, hopefully better. I I I will get this. I I should have the stitch removed by. They it's supposed to be a week, so I'll get them removed either Monday, more possibly Tuesday. So he'll be back stitchless next week. Back to work. Back to work. Um, this has been an hour fifteen. Next week will be like an hour, two hours probably. We're back to our normal extreme amount of time. <laughs> when I don't get a headache from staring at the screen, plus having to have audio ramming into my one ear. Yeah. <laughs> this is rough on me. This is bad for the concussion life. I need to go to sleep now. It's late. Yeah. Yeah, it's eleven. It it's eleven fifteen. Honestly, I'm um, getting tired. Yeah. So this has been our show this week. Follow us on Twitch. Uh, follow us on iTunes. Follow us everywhere. If you're looking for us, just Google the Unobtrusive Podcast. We're there. Uh, find us other places too. I don't I, like like every week. I forget where we are. Uh, mate, no, I think you got Twitch, Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter are the big ones. Follow us on Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, and. Tumblr, kind of? Oh, I got that set up, but I haven't given you the keys to the castle yet. Tumblr, kind of. I gotta give you the keys to the castle, because I think uh, you'll be able to do this. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week here. Um, Anything to say to our viewers, Mikhail? Uh, Listeners? Or, well, viewers on Twitch. Oh, yeah, hi guys. Um, I'll get better. I I won't hide my face behind a microphone next week. Alright, and with that... I'm, I'm ending this, and with that, we'll see. We'll see you. We'll see you next week. Have a good night, day, whatever. Goodbye.